I'm Natalie Moore, in for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Lisa Love, Unique Banks, Thomas Tom Tom Robertson, Dominic Dupree, also known as Dominic Palace, Cachet Henderson. On Transgender Day of Remembrance, it's a ritual to say the names of trans people killed within the past year. The people I just named have connections to Chicago, but at least 26 trans or gender non-conforming people have been killed in the U.S. this year, the majority of whom were Black trans women. That's according to a tracker by the Human Rights Campaign. We say at least because these deaths are underreported. Many people may be misgendered by their family, by police, or by the press following their deaths. Trans Day of Remembrance honors all those lost, but activists have also pushed to celebrate transgender life. We spoke with Zahara Bassett, CEO and founder of Life is Work, a Westside social service agency geared toward trans and gender non-conforming people. Zahara attended a Trans Day of Remembrance event over the weekend. I started off by asking her to describe the event that brought together people and organizations from across the city. It was uh, amazing. It was it was a vibe, as the young people will say. Um, it was definitely something that I would say that um, was one for the record books of remembering, a community coming together, uniting, um, on a front of raising awareness of that, you know, I know that you reported, I think it was 26. I did the count this morning, and unfortunately, whew, it makes my heart even heavy to even see it. We're at 34 deaths of trans people across the United States. 13 of those deaths are suicide. What does Transgender Day of Remembrance mean to you? For me, it's... Unfortunately, it's, it's a day that I, I reflect back on the hurt that we we go through every month this year. Um, it's a day that I try to build and for communities build resilience, build awareness, letting society know that we're here and we're human just like everyone else. And we deserve to thrive just like everyone else. We deserve to live just like everyone else. Transphobic violence primarily impacts <coughs> black and brown trans women. Mm-hmm. Why is that? And how can we center their struggle and strength? I, for me, it's, it's, it's simple. Respect. It's respecting, one, we are human. We're all human. And because of our personal choices should not make us dehuman. Every year is difficult, but I understand you lost a good friend of yours in February. Her name was Cachet Henderson, and she was 31 years old. Tell us about her. <sighs> Cachet was funny. Um, oh, <laughs> you had to be, a, Cachet was hilarious, but she was a sweetheart. She was, you know, um, she had went through a lot of trauma. You know, that's why she left Chicago and moved to Milwaukee, because she went through a lot of transphobic, you know, here, through intimate partner violence and other things. So she moved to Milwaukee as a safe haven, you know, for herself. And look what turned to become of that, you know. And unfortunately, she's a part of this, a part of this number, this 34-way counting. And never would in an imagined years that I would have imagined that. Yes, she had setbacks, but she was trying to come back, you know, in a better way and legitimizing herself in a better way. She had a job, you know. She had already done the sex work. She had done, you know, incarceration, the prison system. But she was trying to reset her life. How did the two of you meet? Honest, we met through community. We met through me being a former sex worker. 
um, here in Chicago um, on the north side. Um, and we created a family from there, and she became my niece. Um, I think she was, well, Cashier is 32, so I'm 40. So I don't do math <laughs> well, but she was my niece. And um, kind of, you know, she took a liking to me. I took a liking to her. So it was sort of I served as a men- as one of the one of her mentors, you know, um, as many of us have many mentors within this community. And a lot of times women turn to sex work for survival. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Um, thank God times has, has moved forward because I myself had experience. The reason I came into sex work because I was fired from McDonald's. I was fired from H&R Block because of my identity at 16, 17 years old. Um, so when a car pulls up and say, hey, I got something for you. And, and these people didn't turn you away because of who you, the identity that you feel that you are inside, you know, it left no other choice. I have to survive some type of way. Would you rather for me to be going to rob somebody and traumatize someone as I'm traumatized? Or would you rather for me figure out an honest way to make it with my body? Because I, I can police my own body and make it in a way that way. I have to survive in some way if you're not willing to give it to me in an honest way. You and other activists have said in the past that this is not just a day of remembrance, but it's a day of resilience. Absolutely. It's resilience because we're not going to allow you to continue to keep murdering us without us raising the voices of these murders. Globally, we are over 320 trans-identified people globally. I have the list on my, on my phone. We have over, over 320 globally. It's a genocide on trans lives. And if we continue to sit back and be quiet, then we are letting them win. Over the past few years, there's certainly been a rise in visibility for trans people in people's day-to-day lives, but also in the mass media. But that hasn't cut down on the violence. What do you make of that? It's a hard, it's, the hill keeps getting harder to climb. The hill, every year the hill, the hill gets, keeps getting harder to climb. Um, I feel that we are pushing some things to the forefront and we are, you know, getting inclusiveness. We are getting equity in some places um, around gender affirming care in some states and all of those other things. But I truly do believe that if society stop tolerating us and truly appreciate us, we are the ones that are accepting your children in our homes when you are putting them out. We are the ones becoming their mothers, chosen mothers to help raise your children and making sure they're protected on these streets. But instead, we're being murdered for just stepping in the place to be a guardian, to be a, to be someone, to lead someone. Sahara, can you tell us about Life is Work? What do you do and why did you found it? Yeah, so it's Life is Work Resource Center. We are based at 5463 West Chicago Avenue and 5465 West Chicago Avenue. We have two spaces. We offer um, HIV testing, community health worker training, uh, community closet, food pantry, um, along with a plethora of other services. We also do uh, direct um, housing referrals for people who are living with HIV, and we are currently just jumped on to be offering next um, January. We'll be offering um, gender-based violent housing as well for people that's fleeing domestic violence. And I want to be clear that we um, are centered on the Chicago West Side for trans-identified people because if we look at the data, most trans people have been murdered on the West Side, and we don't have services that are affirmed for trans people. But our doors are open for everyone. We service the, the entire West Side or anyone that walks through our doors. Why do you think the West Side has been the location? <clears throat> well, um, it was um, a well-known, as they will call it, uh, area where people uh, solicit solicited prostitution. Um, so we would have, you know, 
gentlemen come out that, you know, were on the DL, as we would call it, um, and had their own traumas that they're dealing with, you know? Um, and we were people being murdered, you know? Media just start paying attention to us within the like last what four or five years we start making it on media channels and reporting. So imagine how many years has been underreporting, um, and I think that it's a good target because that answer right there, media was not making it known that these were happening. This was happening here, so people felt like I can kill you and I get away with it. They're not going to care. I mean, we still have so many here in Chicago. I don't even know the numbers. But I know personally cases that has not even been solved off trans people happening on the West Side. Have heard nothing more about it. Yes, we see it in the news. Thank you for the highlights. You bring in awareness. But what? where is the follow-up? And that's why it's keep happening because there's no follow-up. There's no actual true consequences from the killing or murdering a trans person. How do you all organize around these issues on the West Side but also with other groups in the city? Um, so we come together. So Brave Space Alliance, uh, Chicago Therapy Collective, myself, and Lace Deliberation, we all came together even with this um, collective here for Trans Day Remembrance. Um, and for me, the initial coming together on this was for us to show people that we can only li- we can only thrive together, but we need each other in order for the message to be stronger. So that's how we organize, by banding together for events like this. When incidents are happening, you know, we coming out to march. We didn't march for Lisa Love, but we did call our officials to talk with them, just as well as Unique Banks, who was misgenderized on the news. And she was misgenderized on the news because of the reports from the police. So we did. We do organize in that way and calling out, you know, because sometimes we don't want to make spectacles of anything. We want to work. We're not trying to work against the system. We want to work with the system, but changing some reforms in those systems. And what some? Of, what are some of those reforms you would like to see? Training is one. Training is one. Trans competency training is one. I think that all departments across the county, across the state of Illinois, need trans one-on-one competency training. That should be a, a, a recommended. And do, do you mean for like who needs this training? Public officials. For one, I will say, um, I think even private businesses needed of knowing culturally how to, you know, how to deal with situations when you're or how to appropriately address people who are trans identified. This day also honors people, as you said at the top, who have taken their own lives. What mental health support do you think are needed for people so they don't feel like suicide mm. is the option? Um, definitely we need, we need, we have to uplift our, our therapists. We need more therapists on the, uh, pay these people. I would say pay these people what they're worth. They are good. Um, we need more therapists out. We need more advocacy. We need more mental health and behavior health centers. You know, um, life is work. Yes, we are not a behavior health center, but we have many partner referrals that we work with. Right. So that's why we are a resource center. Just as well as Brave Space Alliance. Not a, it's not a mental health facility, but have partners across the city that we can refer people. Chicago Therapy Collective is an actual therapy collective that we work with directly. So I always tell trans people, come find your tribe. Really quickly, I want to ask you, there's been a moment where you felt like you were given your flowers. Um, well, I think yesterday was my flowers. Me seeing the joy on the young people's faces. Me seeing the artistry that came out for the ball component of all them bringing flowers. And they were giving the judges the flowers, the older elders in community. For me, I received my flowers seeing the smiles on people's faces. My flowers are when people, when we are able to house people. You know, those are my flowers knowing that the work is, the work is being done and we are saving people's lives.
That's it for this episode. It was produced by Max Lubers and edited by Dan Tucker and Ethan Schwab. This episode may be over, but that doesn't mean the conversation is. Sign up for our newsletter or send us an email by visiting wbez.org slash reset. You can also leave us a voice message at 888-915-9945. I'm Natalie Moore, in for Sasha Ann Simons. We'll speak again soon.